Leon the Professional, it was originally titled The Professional in the United States, is a 1994 English-language-French action thriller film written and directed by Luc Besson. It stars Jean Reno and Gary Oldman and features the film debut of Natalie Portman. Leon is an Italian hitman, or cleaner, as he likes to refer to himself, in New York City's Little Italy. What could go wrong in this film? Well, come with us and we'll tell you everything that happens. Welcome to this week's episode of Adult Beverage Film Podcast. Listen to our hosts talk about your favorite movies. You never know what you're going to get. And discuss new films with our mystery guests from all over the world. Our guests speak freely about their experiences as directors. That's a wrap, everybody. Writers, producers, actors, or whatever contribution they have in the film industry. This is Adult Beverage Film Podcast. Well, welcome back, guys. It's been a little while. We've uh, I haven't seen your faces or heard you uh, in a little while here. Who are you people? What yes. are you doing on my computer? Yes. How did you get in my house? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's been way, way, way too long. Well, too let's just explain long. to our listeners what's kind of happened. We've had a couple of uh, COVID situations happen, and um, so that kind of slowed us down along with working on movie projects and uh, yeah, we had a film festival. We were rushing out to get out a film that got out uh, that did very well. Actually won the Charlotte film festival audience award. And congratulations uh, to Patrick yeah. and Kent. Very well done. Good Thank job. You. you guys. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, we had that and then had the COVID situation come flashing in here and knock us out. So we've had this on our plate for uh, a little longer than we wanted to, but we're excited to get <laughs> into it and to really jump in on this because I think we all like this movie a, a, a tremendous amount. Tremendous much. Yeah. So I'm just going to start out the way we always do this usually is, did you like it or did you not like it? Um, Laura, we'll start with you. Don't you usually introduce everyone first? Oh, gosh. We have to do that again. Eh, It's been so long. Fuck it. If you're you're here, if you're listening, I'm sure you know who we are, but I'm I'm Laura. Yeah. Hi. It's nice to meet you. And we have Patrick Keenan here. Hi. Hi. Semi-nice to meet you. And I'm Hello. Kent Smith. And yeah, and so now we've introduced everybody. And, and we've got no squeaker. And we so. have squeaker. squeaker's off. Uh, he's doing his little vac- his vacation with his family with uh, uh, Thanksgiving. So we're, we're going to miss Happy him Thanksgiving, so. squeaky dog. Yeah. Bark, bark. And happy Thanksgiving to everyone else that's out there. Oh, that's too, Easter. So. That, that's Easter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're but probably anyway, not going to hear this till after. <laughs> it'll, it's going to yeah. come out really quickly. This one's going to kind of. All right, let's do it. So let's do it. Jump right in. Did you like it or did you not like it? Uh, Love it. Love it. Tell me why you you liked it. Uh, Well, um, you know, I will say I found it to be, and I had seen it before. Uh, It had been long, 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 long time. Um, But I found it to be one of the most violent and um, potentially creepy movies that was also like super wholesome like it was the most wholesome violent potentially creepy movies i've i've seen it just gave me a a nice warm fuzzy feeling and it's that's unexpected Hmm. Hmm. okay so we're going to do next week next week we'll be discussing (laughs) so patrick how about you What, what was your thoughts on it uh, I, I I too loved it. I saw this and I think I saw this in the theater when it came out. And uh, it's, I mean, you've got some complex characters in a complex relationship mm-hmm. and it makes you feel good. Or at least it made me feel good because you're like, oh, these two people who've really got nothing are have come together uh, Gary Oldman's batshit in it, so it's tons of fun, and Danny yeah, Aiello is just well nuts. grounded, and uh, I really liked it. And now I, I must have seen the theatrical cut when I saw it originally, and then I bought the Blu-ray, and it had both the regular theatrical, and then it had the uh, extended version, or as Laura calls it, the cut. international, or as Kent calls it, mm-hmm. the director's cut. Mm-hmm. And there was some time, there were some scenes that felt a little creepy, because Natalie uh, Portman's obviously enamored. 
Yes. I don't know. We'll discuss. I, I'm blaming it on we'll, her, but we'll she's discuss. pretty enamored and pretty enamored with Leon. She is. But great she, cast, well, really well done. So, what did you think, Kent? I, you know, mm-hmm. first time I saw this, Hated I think it. was when it came. <laughs> you know, when it came out in the theaters, and I was, uh, I really gravitated to this film, and um, for a couple of things. One, I thought the cinematography in it was just amazing when I first saw it, and I thought it was one of the first films that I really noticed where they started doing a lot of really close-up shots. Um, as a matter of fact, like the very beginning of the, the film, you know, lots of close-ups of lips and eyes and Leon's glasses and, and this mm-hmm. very creating this kind of mystery. And I thought it was really cool the way they did that. Um, and I, and I think it was, you know, this was when I was just starting to kind of find the, the European films to be a little more interesting to me and a little more exciting how they, the storytelling. And then you throw in, the action that's in this film, which is really clever, uh, very well done in a lot of ways, you know, the action aspect of it. But then you also have this like really heartfelt story between the two main characters. So mm-hmm. I, I thoroughly loved it. And, and, and I saw the original first version. I, it was the U.S. version, um, right. which uh, is a little different than the director's cut. It is. And, and usually, um, I remember watching the English version and because I, I saw it in the theater and uh, and I was like, there just it seems like the story maybe was there was something different like something got cut out and like it didn't match up to me of how I felt the story should flow when I was mm-hmm. watching it and then you know later on I, I'm I get to watch the director's cut and then I go. Oh, now I know why they cut it out. Right, we'll jump right. into that part of it because I think that is um, a, a completely different aspect to this film when you throw this part into it, especially nowadays when you watch it. But I think it also adds some mystery to it. Or we can just jump into it right now because it's, let's be honest, this is. Uh, I, I think it, the those 25 minutes that they cut out for American audiences made the film richer and more complex and deeper and I, I think it gave it more flavor. Which is which is why they cut it out for American Which audiences. is why they because no. we can't handle flavor here. No, we don't no. we don't like Flavor Town. Um, <laughs> except for Guy Fieri. We love Guy Fieri. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Some of us. Tangent. <laughs> He's so pure. Anyway. Um, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> those those twenty five minutes made the film so much better to me, and and the the feeling of it being broken and sort of disjointed is absolutely gone. Mm-hmm. Like it, mm-hmm. it's it's like it healed the film. I didn't think the film was broken in the first place. The uh, the the American version that we saw, I still enjoyed it uh, and felt, you know. Their relationship, I was just very uh, into it. I, it was like a heartwarming, violent movie, mm-hmm. which you don't frequently get. And uh, the but the director's cut is it just fills in all the blanks. Some of the blanks I didn't want filled in, it filled in. So <laughs> well, I, I tell you, it, it definitely you know watching the full version, of the director's cut is. I think it does, like you said, fill in the blanks, and it and it says, hey, this is what's going on. And it, but it also makes you feel very. I felt very uncomfortable watching it, mm-hmm. very disturbed. And you know, it went from this story of of this kind of kind of interesting dynamics of you know what I thought was this guy taking care of someone to the fact that she is just so far on his side, and and thinking completely different. Um, and yet there's, well, there's the, this dynamic that also just sort of sets off in that, that makes you just go, well, I feel, I feel uncomfortable because I, I wouldn't want to be in that, have that happen to my daughter. But the other side of it is, is like as a story, it, that, that I think that was the purpose of this story was to show that part of it. And, you know, the U.S. version, of course, you know, we're not willing to deal with any of that. We want to just cover up all that <laughs> stuff, right? Well, and she's, she's like on the cusp of 
uh, puberty. She's coming into her hormones. She is feeling all these feelings that she has never felt before. And she's been through this horrible traumatic event. So all of these things are leading to these mixed emotions for her. And she doesn't know how to unpack that. She doesn't know what to deal with, like, and how to deal with it. And so she's just expressing whatever comes out just as it comes. And I think he does a really good job of just being totally restrained and like, I'm not going to go there with you. I will let you get through this however you're going to get through this, but I'm not going to participate in this with you. But I'm also not going to make you feel bad about yourself or embarrass you. So he says things like, I wouldn't be a good lover for you. Instead of saying, no, that's wrong, and this is terrible, and you're awful for trying to do this, and I'm awful for, for, you know, for even entertaining this notion, it's like, you're going through some shit. I get that. Let's just cut it off right here. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna treat you as an adult, because now you're grown up. Like, you've been through some fucking shit. It's, it's funny that you're giving it, that you're making it all sound that, uh, that Leon is conscious of these decisions. I think he's just ill-equipped to deal with it because he, the man does not have relationships with humans, uh, mm-hmm. except for, uh, Tony, if you call that a relationship, the guy who hires him and out. He's being taken advantage of. And that. absolutely. Yeah. And a plant. And so when this girl says, I really like you, all he knows, I think, is that he's a hitman. And if he were to make connections, it makes him more vulnerable. And I yeah. think it that's what makes it him a little bit more, like I said, he's ill-equipped to deal with uh, what she's throwing at him. So he's just kind of like, oh, no. And he, he goes with the truth, which is kind of fun. He just, yeah. you know, oh, no, I would not be a good lover. Uh, well, oh, no, and I think, he, like you said, he is, I think, almost on a an intellectually, an emotional side of things, he has been very um, sheltered. And mm-hmm. so he's not aware of a lot of things that would probably, you know, the average person would say, this is a bad situation. So he deals with it in the best way he can. Um, and then there's almost this, like, you know, it gives him some, he doesn't have much, you know, he doesn't right. have any relationships and he doesn't have where his whole relationship has been involved around a plant, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, but he uh, takes really very- good care of that plant. Very He's well. very devoted very, to that plant. Very well. Yeah. He he wipes that plant down and does all the good things you're supposed to do. Them leaves get dusty. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so I think they wipe that plant down. <laughs> I, I, I think I think there was you know, and I think it was interesting the way that the story was written, so that that was a the plant was a major character in this movie. Um, which oh, it makes the ending just so much more yeah potent. Yeah, potent. Uh, is that that sounds like potent. a weird word to use for it? But it just makes it, like it, it it drives it home more at the end. And this is one of the very few times where I went, I'd love to see a sequel to find out what happened to Matilda. I have Me always too. thought that. I, I, Isn't that bizarre? Because most of the time you're like, oh Jesus Christ, there's going to be a sequel. Unless you need I one. See like, that. like after watching Dune, I went, that's the movie. No, like, no, you have to watch the next half, and I'm like, okay. Uh-huh. Well, and, mm-hmm. and you know, and and you think about like his other film that he did, you know, La Femme Nikita. Uh, La, La Femme. Oh, I love that. Let's do that. La Femme. I like Ken's pronoun. La Femme Nikita. <laughs> La Femme Nikita. You think about that? It's a little bit as if this could be the carryover of that. It could, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Lucy. It not, wasn't Lucy. Uh, and was Lucy she could be sort of person? that way too. Right. Right. Hit person. Hit person. Very mm-hmm. nice. Well, it's she's not a hit man. Right. No. And Hit Lady sounds weird. Hit Girl was from <laughs> Hit Girl Kick-Ass. Was a different person. Was from Kick-Ass. Um, and, uh, before we get too far away from it, though, can I just interject that that plant did not belong outside in the ground, and it would definitely not live. I know. Don't go I planting know. peace lilies outside in the ground. Is They'll that a die. song? Isn't yeah. it? Don't it will be go now. planting peace lilies. Lawsuit. <laughs> um, I thought the same thing as she was planting. I'm like, well, she does not know much about plants. It's a good thing she's at this school. 
Yeah. So yeah. That she and hopefully there's a, there's some sort of gardening class where she'll learn that. But when she says, you know, I think we'll be okay here, Leon. And I'm just like, Oh my God, Leon. single tear. That's beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful. And Leon had a great send off too with, uh, oh. with the, didn't, what did he say? Like, uh, this is from Matilda. This yeah. It was, a it was great, the ring trick. <laughs> a, a great ending there for his his yes. uh, life. And yeah, we, Gary Oldman gets you. Oh, shit. <laughs> that was his best line. He was chewing the scenery all through that movie. And I think that like just that one simple shit mm-hmm. was like the mm-hmm. greatest moment mm-hmm. for him in the whole movie. <laughs> I made so much fun of his everyone, his screaming freak out. When I first saw it, I went like, didn't like anyone try to pull Gary Oldman down? And now I love it. I love the performance that he does. Yeah. When I first watched it too, I was the same way. I thought, wow, this is an extreme Character. It was so opposite. Like was it was so, so opposite of Jean Reno, Jean Reno, Jean Reno. It was Jean so Reno. big and so over the top that I was like, I'm not sure I believe. But then the more I saw that character, mm-hmm. then I I kept you know kind of okay. He's the sleazy old guy that's like you. It just he's got a bigger approach to himself on this one, and uh, and and let's be honest. I mean, he's one of the best actors of you know. Yeah, he is, and he could get away with another Luc Besson film, Fifth Element. Uh, Mm -hmm. Gary Oldman's over the top, and you're just like and a completely different character in a completely different way. Oh yeah, I mean, but you're just like, all right, he's so versatile. Yeah, (laughs) I'm totally okay with that. Plastic thing on your head, yeah, bring it. Teeth, weird teeth, yes, bring it. Then he played Doctor Smith in Lost in Space. Oh, and we got to go to a break. (laughs) (laughs) Did he really? That's awful. Yeah, well, when you're working with Joey from Friends as Don the pilot, how you, you know, doing? How you, do- how you doing, how you doing, Mr. Robinson? Me. <laughs> oh, it's not Mr. Cate. Hey. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> I told you, Benny. Bring me everyone. What do you mean, everyone? What was your favorite scene in this movie? That's hard because I was just telling you my favorite shot in the movie is when uh, Leon first appears. When you see the fat man and there's just this darkness behind him, and Leon kind of comes out of the darkness. But my favorite scenes are probably well, damn. There's There's so many good ones, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I could easily go with a Gary Oldman scene. Yeah. But the scenes with Leon were so touching a lot of times that it was so good. I love the pig scene. The, the, the pig, pig scene is yeah. great. Did you the peek? The, um, the scene at the DEA office in the bathroom. Yes. Where Gary Oldman is just nuts. Where well, Matilda I mean, brings, the, brings mm-hmm. the bag of guns. She brings the, and food. The, pizza, the Italian food. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. And like, that's a good scene. I'm always trying to figure out: is he is he cracking the pill in his mouth? Is that his neck? Is the what is in those pills that Gary Oldman is just like eating? Because it ain't cocaine. You don't no. eat cocaine. I don't know what it is. You but could eat cocaine, but that I mean, you stupid. could. But but yeah, like that's just a waste of good cocaine. Uh, yeah, I don't know what drug he's doing. And he, I noticed the thing he did with his neck, and I was just like, that's very strange. Um, yeah, I think there's this whole kind of craziness that goes on that, uh, with the neck. I don't even know what he's doing. And I, you know, I did the same thing. I was trying to figure it out. I was like, I mean, I don't know. used to crack your neck too when you took drugs? No, but I mean, like, what in the world is, it, it makes no sense to any rhyme or reason. And I don't, maybe that was meant to be. And that's what, you know, that we don't know what it is that he's taken. Um, yeah, that it's meant to be some sort of weird mystery drug that's yeah. like instantaneous and comes in giant horse pill form. Right. It makes you scream. And maybe that's what it words. was. It was horse pills. It was uh, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> My favorite scene in this was uh, the scene where you first see Matilda 
and Leon and on the steps, or not on the steps, when he walks up oh, the steps. She's smoking the and cigarette. she's smoking the cigarette. Right. And don't this, tell my sort dad. Of, yeah, don't tell my dad. And that kind of like setting the tone. But hey, just I'm the way it shopping. was shot. Do you want some milk? Yeah. Two, two, two quarts, right? Yeah, just the mm-hmm. way it was shot and everything, I think was cool. And I also think well, another scene that was awesome to me was the scene of when they've, they've shot, you know, her parents and she comes walking mm-hmm. down the hall. Yes, and that yeah. scene where she has to try to get into the room with Leon, and I thought it was just so neat, that interaction of him looking through the peephole and what's going on and him being, in his mindset, you know, the assassin. And here's this little girl that's trying to get in. And she and knows she's a liability. She, and she knows mm-hmm. if she doesn't get in, she's dead. Yeah. Because yeah. if she has to turn around and walk back, they know at that point – that we got to kill her, you know, and right, right. which I'm, you know, surprised they didn't kill her anyway. The way they were going through and just Me too. slaughterhousing, because um, that, that that was like there's someone that saw what took place and you know, could ID them. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, but at the same time they're like DEA, right? Right. So. That was a, I had lots of questions about the DEA DEA agents. Like, is is Gary Oldman just like he a dirty can cop. use, he, I mean, I know he's a dirty cop, but like he seems to be able to use the DEA at his will to bring troops into wherever to do his revenge for his illegal activities. Like mm-hmm. he has this endless supply of dudes in full, you know, SWAT gear. Where where is he acquiring these people? Where who's doing the paperwork for that? Who's approving this decision? Like her name is Marge, and she's a okay. crooked uh, desk cop. Uh, well, there's always got to be one of those, right? Okay, so she does the paperwork, and then she hides the numbers. Okay, and she's okay. just counting down it. the days till she retires. Fucking Marge. And, no, I have no idea. I, he just he he wields his power though. He sure he sure as hell does. He does not fuck around, and nobody wants to fuck with him, not even other DEA agents. Right. <laughs> because and nobody I think knows what drug thing. he's taking. Well, well, and I think you who know would how, dangerous, how dangerous is he, he is, so you wouldn't yeah. want to cross him in any which way. And the, and it is interesting that he has full access to an arsenal of a SWAT team. Um, and But I would think that that would be the case with any of them, as they have a situation that is they think they say is bigger than bigger than life and that's what they can do i think that's not much different than what takes place in real life with a lot of people you know they can hype up things that are not really hyped up you know that big a hype um oh right you know and plus so, dea part of their gig is is infiltrating you know right. undercover so they're undercover stuff, so, right okay. i mean yeah. there's it's probably a lot easier to I don't know to to create that kind of organized chaos of confusion and get people to just go. No, you got to go to this address. Okay, okay. Full armor. Arr, Done. Arr. <laughs> well, they okay. came in, and I, you know, and I thought that was some of the interesting things too. Was the fight scenes? Um, they were so, you know, when they come in and they're trying to. They're they're bringing the whole SWAT team in there, and he's taking them all on, and the way he handles it. Um. You know, is I think probably one of the most unique ways I've seen one man take on 25 in any film. You know, he's killing people off left and right. And yet it's almost as, it's almost as if he's not even there. He's like a ghost. He's a professional. Yeah. It's It's in the title. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Well, the whole thing is. I should have read farther than the first word. You should have. It's it's. <laughs> there's something after the colon. It's uh, Leon, uh, uh, colon, the professional. Yeah. Uh, well, the way he approaches it, it, and I assume this would make a good hitman. It's like uh, he's like a precision surgeon type of uh, get rid of this, get rid of this person, get rid of this person, this person, because it's all connected. In the most so efficient way possible. To, right, so that you don't draw attention from the other uh, pawns in play. Yeah, and that's what he's trying to teach her: blend in. You mm-hmm. know, don't stand out. You gotta be. You gotta get in. You gotta get out. It's, it's important to not be noticed. Mm-hmm. It's a story of my life. 
Emily in Paris, Season 1, and Younger, the complete series, are now available on DVD. From Emmy Award-winning creator of Sex and the City, Darren Starr, both of critically acclaimed series arrive on DVD packed with tons of exclusive bonus content, including deleted scenes, behind-the-scenes featurette, and more. Own Emily in Paris Season 1 and Younger, the complete series now on DVD from Paramount Home Entertainment. (laughs) (laughs) What did you guys think about the uh, little impersonation uh, scene in, in the film? Yeah, where he's basically the John Wayne and the Madonna. Oh my God! It was so awkward. It was adorable. It was adorable, and I thought his John Wayne was really good. He did a really good (laughs) John John Wayne. Wayne. (laughs) I mean, for a Frenchman, that was even better, you know, than I expected. So, Mm -hmm. it was not at all Clint Eastwood. No, no. but I think it was great um, the way that that made them become sort of real like you know we hadn't really seen this whole um that they're human and that was mm-hmm. the scene i think kind of like said hey look they're real you know humans and it makes you also relate oh, to yeah. them more and uh, and it accentuates also the the age and culture difference between mm-hmm. them because she has no idea who the fuck he's impersonating right. most of the time right <laughs> yeah and it sh- yeah and it, and it shows the age difference there um did you? And I love that they bond on Gene Kelly. I know. <laughs> like, oh, mm-hmm. Gene mm-hmm. Kelly. I know yeah. that. <laughs> well, do you remember the movie that he goes away? Like, he's by himself in the movie theater, and he's loving it's, the hell out of that Gene yeah. Kelly movie. It's and he even turns. It's not singing in the rain. He turns it? to look around. He turns and he looks around. And there's like one other person in the theater who's obviously not as it, uh, entertained by the movie as he is. And he goes back to the screen. His eyes are just. Has this twinkle and he's just super. Oh, his excited mouth about is what wide open and yeah. he's like yeah. oh. very excited. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if did singing in the rain have a roller skate scene. I couldn't remember, so that's why it's been I, a while. I was counting it's on you. Yeah, that'd be a good one. I don't <laughs> like know. as I'm old. Yeah, we all watch <laughs> <No>. those those <laughs> old everything. <laughs> I still haven't seen Forrest Gump. You know, well, you my husband to. hasn't seen Forrest Gump either. I, mean, I think we need to get the two it? of you together. My, my husband, Jamin, is his name. Yeah. Um, you may know him from uh, somewhere <laughs> down the road. <laughs> somewhere from somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah, because yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to like watch Forrest. Time. When Forrest Gump came out, everyone acted it out. Everyone's walking around the streets going, life is like a box of chocolate. And I went, well, I don't need to see this movie. You guys have fucking acted it out. Thank God they weren't around for Avengers Endgame. Well, punch <laughs> the hell out of these people. So getting like, back don't to- Don't you act out movies. Anyway, Leon. back to the Leon. Colin, um, the professional. Yeah. What did you think about the statement when she said, uh, he's not my father, he's my lover? Awkward. Yeah, I mean. Awkward, but that that is her pushing her limits. Like she's still a kid bordering on adulthood and she wants to mark her territory. And I I was like that she's this is a dumb thing to do, but I know why she's doing it. She is just acting out. I mean, she's got a whole lot of shit going on. Mm-hmm. I, I sort of said the same thing at first, and then the second time I watched it, and I was, I, I, you know, kind of watching the expressions, and then I was like, "But she believes this. This is what she believes that that's what she wants. She wants this, and she's, she's pretty much like, a, it's a schoolgirl crush almost. And, and she doesn't understand. Also, like this is the thing where they're almost intellectually both at the same level, and so she doesn't understand. Now he knows that this is going to come off as awkward. But, but she doesn't know that, and right. she's saying it straight out like this is the case. So I, yeah, I thought it, it, it kind of added this really unique dynamic too to the story because now you're starting to think how, what are they thinking in their heads? You know, what's really going on, mm-hmm. and what's driving them as characters to, you know, have these thoughts and, and where's this going? You know, at this point you're still, where's this story going? You know, because it's, it hadn't played all the way out at that time. But it, I think, you know, that's a, that's a clever, clever way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, you're doing that because, okay. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so 
Like, you're like, no, don't do that. You're gonna, yeah. Stansfield. At your service. Okay, so one of the things I found most interesting uh, about this movie is you guys know I love True Romance. Yes. Uh, which came out in 93. So it came out a year before this movie. Also had who in it? Willie. Gary. No, that, no. Uh, Gary Oldman was in True Romance. <laughs> Thank you for playing, Laura. Uh, Gary Oldman in True Romance plays uh, basically this white guy with dreads. And it was based on Willie Oneblood, who was in Leon the Professional as one of his men. Wow. The guy with the dreads. Right. So I, I think that's that. kind of a neat little weird little world we live in. That's that's <laughs> awesome. And and Willie has a, a, a great death scene also. Like No, it's lame. Him and the other guy just get plugged <laughs> like really like, yeah. fast. Just like boop, boop. His feet go all the way. Pew, up, pew, pew. Well, yeah, it falls backwards out of the chair, but uh, <laughs> it wasn't this violent death that you think these guys should de- you know deserve. No, it was it was kind of goofy, which I like it. It was. It was a little silly. <laughs> but it was quick. And the cab driver still bitches that like that is a long, quick trip in there, and he's like, I did my best. <laughs> it was only 10 minutes jeez it was only 10 minutes <laughs> 10 minutes on a new york street is a long time especially when you're not supposed to be in front of a, a building was it right. a federal building or a- it was mm-hmm. it's the dea building mm-hmm. it's the dea building mm-hmm. you know i think mm-hmm. i think too and th- when this film came out i don't know that it had the success that they thought it was going to have but it has held up over time and I think it gets better with time. Uh, I think so too. Say. I know, like Roger. It's Ebert still a good-looking film. It, it's uh, you know. I think Roger uh, Ebert gave it like a two, a two and a half stars or something when he came out. Really? Oh, That's yeah. a Leonard Malton rating. Yeah. Come on. Hard to believe. Like. And you know what's really funny about the four, both of them? Of I don't give a shit what either of them think. No, yeah. because I, like I think the movie, it's good. I like the movie. <laughs> yeah. And that, I've and never gone to the critics to go. Oh, yeah, I should. I shouldn't like this movie because Roger Ebert or Leonard Malton said they didn't like it. Who gives a fuck? Lawrence Topman. Yeah. Oh, well, Lawrence does Same pretty thing. good. I like Lawrence Topman. <laughs> he's just the one that I know. Yeah. And 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 well, if, he is, if, he's local, right? Yeah. Yeah. He 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 knows he knows what's good, but also we disagree on some things. That's fine. That's I still good. And he's a good ass. guy. I like Lawrence. <laughs> Big shout out to Lawrence Topman. <laughs> Lawrence Topman. Yeah. We love you, Lawrence. Job. Yeah. But I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what you think. Uh, <laughs> it's it's usually just pe- people who have to know me. If they go, I think you'll like this. Mm-hmm. Will will lean me a little bit more towards stuff. But otherwise, I just don't pay attention to critics. I think you're gonna like the Muppets, uh, Patrick. The Muppets. Yeah. Um, just in general, just I in think general. everyone loves, loves, the, loves the Muppets. Um, I'm, I'm okay is that our next Muppets. movie? Can we do a Muppet movie next? <laughs> it's my choice. <laughs> we can't because Leonard Malton did not like any Muppet movies. So. <laughs> We're doing the Great Muppet Caper because it's my favorite one. <laughs> oh, don't make me do that. You guys made me watch The Tiger King. Uh. Uh, to my grave, it. I'll be reminded. The next one's coming Kent out. Did. The next one's coming out. Kent made me watch. It's it. already out. It's is already it out? out. Is it out? Yep. Is it really? Wow. Yep. 
I ain't watching it. I don't no, care. Don't. Mm. Do yourself a favor and don't. And stay home. That first one was hard to get through. <laughs> oh, it was entertaining because it was like watching a train wreck. But <laughs> it was way more tragic than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Let me just say that. And let's just get back on the train track. Yeah, and could get we, back let's talk to about Leon, the professional <laughs> and the professional, the professional. Yeah. So yes, of this movie, what was what would you say if you had to compare this to any other films out there? What would you compare it to? Um, That's a good question. Breaking Two, Electric Boogaloo, <laughs> Nightwing. I mean, no. other than we already know, you know, Nikita is one that's... La Femme Nikita. La Femme. Well, this is a little bit different. La Femme Nikita is, is a strong bit. female hit person. Right. This, but, uh, but it's La in Femme the Nikita is like I the, mean, the, the film genre one. kind of style. I mean, it's really hard. This is a very almost like its own kind of genre. Even for Luc Besson films, it's yeah. a little bit different. Well, then yeah, again, he did Fifth Element, which is just way out there. Right. And Valerian's way out there, It's super stylish. Too, so. But it's, mm-hmm. compared to those other films, it's subtle. You know? It, the Fifth Element is just so over the top. Right. And God, even La Femme Nikita <laughs> is, is I'm, it's, it's more over the top than this. This is very subtle. It's very like yes, it's, it's very underplayed. It's very uh, mm-hmm. even though there's violence in it, I think it's the characters in it that you are driven by. The movie's driven by rather yeah. than the violence. Some movies are just like oh, let's see how many fucking people we can kill in ninety minutes. And it's not gory. And I'm okay with violence. those too. It's it's not overly disgusting, which I yeah, appreciate. Yeah. Um, there was some blood, but it's not, you know, like the walls aren't painted with blood. So no, and I think that was the thing I, you know, I liked about it is it 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 has its violence in there, but it's done in such a stylish way that you never really become like you know too many films like uh, you know, Quentin's films and such. I was just going to bring him up. <laughs> that, you know, <laughs> if Quentin Tarantino had directed Leon the Professional, it'd be a completely different the end movie. Would like, be there'd like be blood a, going everywhere in the walls. Would be, be this circle. Uh, you know, instead, I don't know what else you call it besides Mexican standoff, but it'd be like a Mexican standoff, and everyone's aiming at each other. And well, I think it would. Be Leon like, would go. Oh, Matilda sends her regards. Like in this one, you know, it's got maybe an ounce of blood used on shots. And and in Quentin's movies, there's a gallon of blood used mm-hmm. in each shot. Oh, God, you know, yeah. so like yeah. things that don't, it's like over the top that don't. But I still like Quentin movies. Yeah. They're just yeah, a they're different. they're just totally different. My mm-hmm. discussion of the two movies wouldn't usually be with a Quentin Tarantino as much like the relationships. Uh, like this movie is all about the relationship. Some Quentin's movies are like, let's see how many people we could kill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a body count almost to it. There's a body count. Yeah. But I still enjoy them. Yeah, yeah. Love that's me the some thing. Django. Each one is different. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. 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 And that's the great thing about films is um, each one's different and each one's got a different style and each one comes with a different director's voice of you know what they're putting out there and, and doing. So True. True. Yeah. So that's even awesome. within Luke Besson's movies, like you get a, a huge variety of different weird, quirky characters mm-hmm. and events and it's always fun. It's mm-hmm. a Luke Besson movie is always fun. I've only seen about three or four of them, I think. But all of them were fun, Five. weren't they? They were. But there's mm-hmm. ones I like like Leon and Fifth Element I like more than Valerian and Lucy. Oh. I enjoyed Lucy, though. I did like okay. Lucy. I, oh, I didn't dislike, dislike Lucy, yeah. but I was just like, all right. You know, okay. But I think that's the case, too, is like you said, you know, some of the films are are more predominant than others, and this one's one of them. It stands out. Oh, definitely, definitely. And I, they can't honestly all think be this Leon. Is, I think this is like his best, you know, best And they work. shouldn't. Right. <laughs> they shouldn't all be Leon. Right. But. <laughs> but a sequel would be okay. then then they would all mm-hmm. be Leon if they were all Leon. Leon colon yeah. the sequel. Yeah. Leon Leon, Leon, two, Leon, two, Leon three, the fifth four. element. Well, there's not going to be another Leon because he <laughs> basically got blown to, you know, out, and let's talk about that scene. Uh, did you expect that to happen? 
when you were watching. Yep. yep. Yeah, I did too. And I, but I thought, you know, even though I, I was like, this, there's no way out. I did. I was, I was disappointed when he sees the outside and he's looking out and you see this, like, oh, he's going to get out of this building alive. And then you're thinking this is going to be his chance. And then he gets shot down in the back. And I was just like, oh, I really wanted, because I wanted him to get out. But, oh, of course. But even he knew he was not going to get out because he told Tony to give his money. Right. Yeah. He was Tina already Tina. looking ahead. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was a one-way trip. Right. He knows the score. Right. Yeah. And let's talk. And about even it. when he was walking towards the light at the end, where he's walking towards, I thought it was great that he disguised himself as one of the other uh, mm-hmm. uh, oh, first brilliant. responders. And this was really one of the first brilliant. movies that did that too. I mean, it's yes. been done a lot yes. in others. Yeah, it but has this been is, done a lot now. You know, one of the Ocean's first. Eleven. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's the first one that jumps into my mind. Mm-hmm. But even when he's walking towards the light to get outside, he's kind of he he's spent and he's yeah. kind of walking. Arr, arr. He's already been really seriously injured. He's lost a lot of blood. He Things are blurry. Milk. He, needs he needs more milk. milk. Yeah. Please milk. No. Not now, do we? Do you guys know why he was drinking milk? Makes the body strong and healthy. Yeah, that keeps the bones strong. I assumed it was because his job gave him stomach ulcers, and that's Ooh. the uh, they. Uh, and this is only what I know because of the Odd Couple TV show. But Oscar used to drink milk when he had his ulcers were flaring up. Hmm. Dun, 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 dun. And I, that's I'm like, this guy is really tormented mm. by his job inside. Is what I took it as. Could be he likes milk. I don't know. Well, he was constantly doing like like, working out and doing stuff, and you know, because that's how you had the strength to do these things. And I think that was, I thought of it as a way that to show this is like, you know, builds bone and structured calcium and all that helps with the the bone aspect of it because it's the last thing you want to do is have a broken bone um, if you're trying to kill somebody. You're both right. So, (laughs) so it could be any of a mix of things, but that was my thoughts on it. You know, it was a way for the director to try to tell that kind of along with the, him doing the sit-ups and stuff on the bed and all that kind of stuff. We should do an episode of what milk means in films because it was was a big deal in glorious bastards. That first scene with, uh, Christoph Waltz. Where they, he's in the, the house of the partisans who have the Jewish people hiding underneath the house. And milk. it's a whole fucking scene about milk. Well, I can, mm-hmm. I can sum it up in a short amount of time. They're sponsors. Milk, milk, lemonade. They're sponsors. <laughs> Round milk the corner, sponsor. fudge is made. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You didn't want to see it milking the cow. So let's just put the, the, the cow, the milk right on the table. So, um, <laughs> No Coke products in there. We just got milk. Because, you know, really, got about milk. that time, Got Milk was a big campaign, and they were spending a lot of money on stuff. I don't know if that's the case on this, but I wouldn't be surprised. A lot, a lot of kids thinking, are going to see this movie. Let's put milk in don't it. Think, let's put milk in it. <laughs> I'd rather see where the fudge is made. <laughs> well, that's a whole Does other that genre really of want, movies. <laughs> Isn't that what that Johnny Depp uh, Willy Wonka movie was yeah, about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know it was a pile of fudge. <laughs> that was Augustus Gloop. Uh, oh, that was just bad. That was garbage. Garbage. Anyway, garbage. this movie's not this movie's not garbage. This movie's yeah. good. Special delivery, huh? Now, let me guess. Chinese? Thai, maybe? I've got it. Italian food. What's your name, Angel? Matilda. Matilda. 
Hilda. I want you to put the sack on the floor. Good. And now I want you to tell me everything you know about Italian food. And don't forget the name of the chef who fixed it for me. Nobody sent me. I do business for myself. So th th this, this is something personal, is it? Is it? What filthy piece of shit did I do now? You killed my brother. You want to join him? No. It's always the same thing. It's when you start to become really afraid of death that you learn to appreciate life. Do you like life, sweetheart? Yes. see i mean we've discussed a lot about leon but what is the one thing we want everybody to know about leon the professional i want everyone to watch the uncut international version so that they get the full leon experience uh i'm not sure that that's available streaming but it is available in the dvd and blu-ray version mm -hmm. yes yes and that is well i think it's worth watching that because it is a well different it's it. a little little different film um, and very it's well. It's 25 minutes that you're missing. Exactly. and Definitely. Because Netflix, you say Laura is showing the boring version. The yeah. It, they're showing the theatrical American version, but they're saying that it's Leon the Professional, which is the international name. But it is not in, oh, in oh, fact. Oh, oh, oh. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. The international but I think version. it's going it, – it, the film has gone – is now Leon the Professional instead of um, – when I saw it, I think it was just called the professional, professional right? Wasn't mm -hmm. it? Right. Yeah, in theaters. Yeah, and the uh, Leon the, the professional is the uh, is now its name officially the, the full yeah. But I think that's right. its official name now. So, but to oh, get your right. extra twenty five minutes, you got to get the DVD or the Blu ray. Mm -hmm. Yep, do it. Mm -hmm. Do it. Dirt. It's worth it. Definitely worth totally it. Worth it. Yeah. Well, Dirt. what else have you guys been watching? Since we've been off here for a little while, so we'll start with Everything. Laura Truman. What have Tell you been you watching? What, I watched what you been watching? What you been watching? Um, I watched a little movie called Red Notice. Yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, super fun. Really exciting camera work. Very record breaking really Netflix biggest Netflix viewership. Oh, really? In history, well, that's what Ryan Reynolds I, said. Well, of course, not sure that <laughs> it was fun. It that was it lion was sack, <laughs> goofy, actiony, Cute. silly, fun. fun. It was really fun. Yeah, I've got a lot of friends um, that worked on that, and they just said it was such a great experience working with them. Everybody was like first class and just so nice to work with, and. Ryan Reynolds was supposed to be like the best like, mm -hmm. all the way around. Everybody. It seemed like everyone was having fun. And mm -hmm. I love to see a movie where I can tell the people working on it are having a really good time. And they were all having a really good time. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I don't know that how quickly I'd want to watch it again. No, it's not one of those ones I'm going to watch over and over. But I'm going to watch yeah. the next one. Yeah, I think that's the case. And yes. I think it's like, you know, the first one was interesting enough to make you want to watch the second one and i yeah. never got bored i thought i was like hey this is great it's very entertaining mm -hmm. and i could see it yeah. being on the big screen kind of 
it had that feel of like a oh big, that would have been you know, fun yeah a big yeah all know, the big chase theater, scenes theaters type it setting. wasn't theaters and it might have been i just didn't see it that way i saw it you know no, I am the fucking. It's not, it's this not pandemic kind of movie is maybe wanna... the laziest fucking slug. <laughs> I'll be like, I don't go oh, to the theater anymore. oh, Matrix is going to be in theaters or on HBO Max. Yeah. Yeah. I could sit in my PJs and watch it. Oh, yeah. Neo. Well, yeah, I think it's, exactly. that's been the case with a lot. And now, <laughs> yeah. you know, you really are. I'm very selective on what I want to go see in the theater, and and I think that would have been a, probably a good one to see in the theater, but I chose not. It's not one that. Jumped out. I was okay with not seeing that one in the theater. Yeah, uh, me too. What, what else did, have you watched, Laura? Because I, I don't want to start oh, okay, talking so about I everything I've watched. Have <laughs> to tell you to watch Ghosts. It is a BBC show on HBO Max right now. It's called Ghosts. It you there is an American version too. I forget uh, where. Oh really? But you want to watch the it's it's available streaming somewhere too. Maybe like Paramount Plus or something. But you want to watch the British version because it is so funny and so just heartwarming and hilarious and it's not like anything you've ever seen. It's really, really a great show. It's twenty two minutes an episode. It well worth your time. Well worth it. Do it. Just go watch it right now. Great. Okay, I'm done. Patrick. That's it. You've watched okay. two things. It's been eight well, months. I don't want to hog all of this yeah. stuff. Patrick, what have you watched? I know yeah. you've got a bunch on your list. Uh, Dune. Loved it. Love mm-hmm. Dune. Uh, mm-hmm. Can't wait mm-hmm. to see the rest of the story Did you unfold. See, you, and you saw that. You didn't go see it in the theater, which... Right, you saw I know. It. Everyone's like, you've got to see it on the big well, screen. I went. I think it's because cool of the, on my TV. The audio in it is so. When I, even when I watched it on TV, and I, I was like, holy cow! This the audio has got to be just dramatic. People don't understand. I'm poor. I have a tiny apartment, so my TV dominates a lot of it anyway. And so oh, if I sit yeah. close enough, it's like being in the theater. I just yeah, get yeah. yeah. I mean, Patrick I have a little noise of people making TV. like talking. I have a. A little soundtrack of people talking through the movie, so I've still got that part of the experience. And, Plus, you, know. you get subtitles. It's right? me. I do love subtitles. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan. I saw Shang Chi uh, on Disney Plus. I heard that theater. was excellent. I saw it's him very in person. Good. It's recently. a lot of fun. Did you? Yeah. Sima. Yeah, he was in Charlotte. Uh, really? Yeah, like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but he. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I enjoyed that. I saw Jungle Cruise uh, and Red Notice. Or around the same time, Jungle Cruise was cute. It's yeah. like so it's a fun one of those fun Disney yeah. movie. Yeah, it's, it's like a Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Where you're like, okay, I saw it. It happened. It's, I thought it was entertaining because it's always there's something going on all the time. It was very entertaining. I never mm-hmm. got bored with. It. Actually, I it's funny how they did it, tie. They tied it into the the ride because mm-hmm. in the ride, all those things, you know, oh, there, look out, there's a snake. Yeah, and yeah. The, like the. The boat person will the boat person. What do you call them? The captain of the <laughs> boat. I don't know, the tour guide. The tour guide boat, will like shoot boat swim, boat the, the boat person. Uh <laughs> what else have I watched? I've seen tons of movies, but uh TV wise, I've watched Squid Game, loved it. Uh yep. then I went on a Korean kick and watched Sweet Home. Enjoyed that very much too. And then uh now I'm working on Alice in Borderland and uh Something else I'm watching. Oh, The Great. The Great is back on Hulu, season two. Oh, that's mm. the one about Catherine. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's so fun. How are you not watching this, Laura? I will be watching it soon because I saw um, some little snippets of it, and I was very excited. And what is it Very, on? very excited about it. It's on Hulu. Hulu, okay. And the whole season, I think, dropped it once. I believe. Okay. okay, that's good. Do you believe? Oh, and yes. let me also um, throw in for Hulu uh, what we do in the shadows. Still excellent. Third season is amazing. Um, wow. And uh, Doom Patrol uh, for HBO Max, excellent, even though Patrick says meh. Uh, DC I Titans on HBO Max, excellent. Hmm. I don't know about this Doom Patrol thing. Yeah. I know people on Doom Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I should be plugging it more. Oh, speaking of people, young people, uh, the what did I call it? Secret, the sex live, sex lives, sex of, lives college of college girls. Girls is very funny. First two episodes. My friend Jillian Armanante plays the assistant Big soccer coach. Big shout out, Jillian! Breaking yeah. in those books, HBO. Woo woo. Uh, but it's funny, and it's a uh, uh, gosh, I can't remember her name. Who is the Indian uh, comedian? Mindy Kaling? Yep. She produced it. 
Hmm. Nice. Nice. I think there's a Chalamet on the show. I like. Does Timothy have a sister? Timothy Chalamet. It certainly is really possible. annoying. Hmm. Look to have a sister. Yeah. To have for this family to I dominate entertainment sister. in our age. <laughs> you are a sister, aren't we all sisters? People have siblings. What? No, but <laughs> you're putting words in my mouth. I, people working. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Well, I actually went to see a. Th- Movie in the theater, which I shut your mouth. I did what I did? Other than a uh, little package, I went to see that in the theater. But Patrick was oh, nice. Yeah, I, I did see Patrick that. was in it. Um, no, wasn't yeah, so uh, I was in it. He was in it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, last night in Soho, uh, Edgar Wright's film. Um, oh right. And oh, uh, I really enjoyed it, and I thought it was very different than what I expected it was going to be, and but also entertaining. And I thought he did a great job with it. Uh, definitely probably outside of his realm of what he's been known for. So mm. it's one to, tr- you know, to check out. And it's got sort of a, I thought they did a great job with the special effects, but there's some awesome mirror shots in it. Uh, just as I'll leave, I'll so leave it. So watch it for the mirror just shots. Just watch the mirror shots are really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty I'm watching it for the Edgar Wright directing. Yeah. He does a great job with it. Um, I forgot he directed it, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. I it just starts out a little slow. A little slow, but then it picks up. And then, I, I, like I said, it was very entertaining. And I, I, I'll definitely buy this one and add it to my collection. Um, and there's no ooh. Simon Pegg and there's no Nick Frost in it, right? No. And let's just get into that. Uh, I did watch a Simon Pegg movie uh, just recently, and I had not seen it. And I missed it. And I oh, right. love it. Um, Hector and the Search for Happiness. <gasps> That's Highly a great recommend one. that film. It yeah. really blew me away. I was super surprised at how how enjoyable it was and how much fun. It, and watching it the second time, because um, I was I wanted the wife to watch it, and it, it was just as good as the first time. And I, I was like, wow, this is really good. And it's got such a great. I mean, I, I love Simon Pegg, so big shout out to him. But on, but on top of it, it has a great message, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, I remember message. feeling really good at the end of it. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's you know it was kind of. Where is this uh, movie available, Kent? Um, I believe it's on Amazon right now. You can watch. Yeah, I think it's on Prime. Yeah, yeah, Amazon Prime has, has got it. So that, that's one. Um, and then I went into this little, you know, I dropped into a couple of like watching old movies again and uh, Kiss of the Spider Woman. And, nice. and Never seen it. Never seen oh, it. Oh, Patrick, you should watch it. It's Set the guys in the jail? Yep. It's so good. I mean, it's I've really a so great... i scenes of it acted at, because it was a play. Yeah. I've seen a lot of scenes from that. But it's so good in how you take two people and basically in one room and tell a story. Mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. just so well done in a good way. You know, I was doing some research for something I'm working on. And and I just I, I forgot how good it was, and of course uh, William Hurt's always been one of my favorites, so he's like amazing. Man. Um, and then uh, whatever happened to Baby Jane? Uh, oh, I don't class. think I have ever seen that all yeah. the way through. I think Ooh. as a child I saw some of it, and it scared the shit it's, out of me so badly that yeah, I did not go back to it. It's very disturbing. It very. I mean, Betty Davis and Joan Crawford. I mean, how how can you go wrong with the two of them? You can feel the hatred. The hatred between them. Like, they, <gasps> you could tell that they, in real life, did not like each other. And no, it shows. It is like white, hot, searing hatred. Yeah. And, <laughs> wow. It, it's amazing. It's an amazing film. It is an amazing film. And uh, I watched a great documentary. It's called um, Untold Breaking Point. Um, and it's uh, Marty Fish is a tennis player. And... and and Andy Roddick, uh, they basically mm. kind of grew up together and then basically became like, you know, like some of the best tennis players in the country. But it's all about mental illness. And uh, Marty Fish had this uh, basically at the peak of his career breakdown kind of thing. And it and he talks about it. And it's and yet he comes back from it. And it's like the whole thing. It's worth watching whether you're a sports fan or not i just thought it was such a good insight into the mind of an athlete and what they go through and and it's on netflix right now and highly recommend watching it just because uh, say the name again it's good. called yeah. untold and it's uh okay uh, break, i dosed off for a minute yeah breaking point is the name of it so now speaking of tennis have you watched anyone seen king richard i did i just watched it last night good bad absolutely loved it loved okay. it okay uh the story of venus and uh 
um, Serena oh. Williams and her and the dad um, yeah, and Will the family. Smith. And Will Smith is amazing in it. Should definitely. I mean, there's quite a few people in this could win some awards. I think this coming up this year. Okay, I I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it had a good message. It ends wonderfully. Um, Feels like it had a soft opening. It was kind of like I would it imagine kinda snuck in a little bit. Like I went, oh, I, I was actually at HBO Max going. What I guess there's a section, what's new or newly added, mm-hmm. and I went, oh, King Richard's out already. Okay, yeah, I, all I, right. I don't know that I I would think that you have to go see that in the theater, but definitely watch it on Netflix. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. The acting is. Well, watch it on HBO Max. Or HBO, yeah. Said, yeah, on HBO Max. <laughs> Why uh, wait for Netflix? Yeah. God, yeah. You're going to be waiting <laughs> they years. They may never even a get A year it. later? Um, I know. What the fuck? But, yeah, it, it's... Thanks, Netflix. It's really good. Um, <laughs> and and I like the the way they portrayed everyone in it, too. It was very well done. And, uh, All right. Yeah. All right. I, have I, a, dig I, have it. A, I have a story I can tell you guys about the Venus and uh, Serena... But, I'll have to well, but you will have you? To but will I you will have us? to do that offline. <laughs> so, oh, okay. oh, oh! <laughs> sorry, man. Everyone wants to. I have a big respect for them, um, but <laughs> it's, it's offline. Okay. We all have the utmost respect for them. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I know who they are. Yeah. Um, well, uh, anyway. No one saw. No one yes. saw the Eternals oh, yet. Did they? Eternals. Ninja no. Turtles. What? Eternals, not, not Ninja. Not nothing. Ninja Turtles. Damn it. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> you know what? Hopes raised, hopes dashed. Uh, Fine. Oh, I kind of want to see the Eternals, but I've like I think the five people who saw it are, are like keeping it to themselves. Well, They're not really talking about yeah. it very much. <laughs> there we go. For a reason. I don't know. Well, anyway, this has been a lot of fun. And it's great to see you guys. And it's who always are you seeing Kent. I'll see you guys. <laughs> I mean. I don't know it's what y'all obviously, us, Patrick. Obviously, you can oh. see, we can see each other, but you guys can't see us. So, uh, oh, um, it's probably good because Patrick's still in his pajamas. And, uh, but, uh, where did I get PJs. these pajamas, Kent? Hey, you know, hey, it was a great gift and it just keeps on giving. Thank God. It does. Yeah. yeah. So, Thank until goodness. I rip, rip the seam in this one, too. Yeah. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't do that in front of us. No, no, no. Or do. Why do you think I, you I gave him pajamas? That might be exciting. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he had a pair of these great pajamas and and Mike when we filmed Mike and so and during the pandemic I wore them like every day. He wore them every we day in so. a pandemic, it, and we're, I was home all the time. Did you so wear the I, butt right out? Oh my god! It was like <laughs> every day between, he, was in. he never took between them the off. butt, the butt, the crotch, and then the bottoms were like frayed. So I looked like this. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I look like. Some kind of hippie. Like I look like I'd been shipwrecked. Yeah. Someone was wearing pajamas and got shipwrecked. And this was like a year later. I was yeah, I I was talking to my balls. Yeah. I never saw Castaway. You didn't see Castaway either? Forrest Gump and now Castaway. Are you kidding? Do you have to Tom Hanks? Oh, I'm sorry. I uh I kind of watched it. It was on the TV. <laughs> he, he slept through it. I'm reporting it. you to the Tom Hanks he, he Society. slept through. I want to see Tom Hanks movie. And Finch. Finch. I want to. Yeah. I saw Finch. it. I saw it. Did you, is it good? Is it yeah, good? Yeah, it's good? good. I enjoyed it. It's very entertaining. Little robot. It's not it's something that I think is great, movie. but it was entertaining. It's got well, I the saw robot News of the stuff world. is great. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, uh, News of the World was, you know, I saw it. It happened. <laughs> yeah. I think that was kind of how that that A was okay. Review. This is better than that. Finch is better than that. Patrick Keenan says, I saw it. Yeah. It right. happened. Yeah. Right before my eyes as I watched mm. it. Yeah. I didn't fall asleep. Then it time. ended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and sleep through Castaway. I just got distracted. I thought Castaway was real fun. It's fun. It's fun. It's okay. I mean, you know, it's, a, good it's story. a guy in his ball. You didn't I watch it. Yeah. Yes, I did. He works like for FedEx. Yeah. He's still the beginning. I went, that's why I don't get any of my FedEx packages. Like Tom Hanks is taking him to an island. You missed all the touching Wilson scenes. Yeah. (laughs) No, I saw some of them. Patrick has those happening. I saw him touch Wilson. They were touching. (laughs) Anyway, needless to say, (laughs) it's been great to have you guys on here before we get into some sort of uh, uncrewed and unrude uh, response there. It's More been a pleasure, and, and hey, look, we need to figure out what we're doing next. Stay tuned next time when so, we talk about Frank Herbert's Dune. Whoosh.
That's our next movie. Yeah. Wow. That yeah. was great. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Excellent Timothy job Chalamet. on the uh, intro there, Patrick. Thanks. I've been practicing for all of uh, for seconds now. Six hundred years. <laughs> You're gonna be the new movie guy, right? Yeah. In a world. In a world. In a world. Which is in a, great a world movie, where rather. remakes are common comes Frank Herbert's <laughs> do. That was almost perfect, but let's try that one more time. This time, Patrick, do it with a little less expression and maybe pull away from the mic just enough that we don't get vibrations, okay? In a world Actually, without Kent. <laughs> <laughs> it would be we a much better place want. than it is now. <laughs> we could choose whatever movie we wanted to watch, when we want to watch Jennifer it, and talk Chalamet? about it then. <laughs> I want the David Lynch version. I do love that version, but we're going to do the new version. Yeah, I think we're going to get into a little talking about that, which will be fun. Who's this? Dallas, Dallas, Dennis Villeneuve. Holy shit. And I'm not even drunk. Dennis Villeneuve. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to Patrick's just been drinking milk in honor of the professional. (laughs) No, I'd be far enough a storm about drinking that milk. Thank God he's not. We wouldn't be able to record a thing. Uh, (laughs) What is your favorite part of Leon? <laughs> oh, all the oh, milk! God, <laughs> and this sponsorship has been brought to you by milk. Got not milk? to be disguised. <laughs> milk, milk, lemonade. Uh, not to be around the corner. Around the corner, fudge <laughs> is made in a world where fudge is made. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. This has been fabulous to have you guys here with us. And uh, look, we're looking forward to Dune next time. So make sure you go back and rate, review, and subscribe to all of our other podcasts because there's a ton of them out there now. I think we're 41 (laughs) of them right now. Oh, and go back and watch the Matrix one before the new Matrix comes out. Pretty freaking wet about that. That's going to be fun. It's like December 24th. Oh, just in time for Christmas. Yes, yes. we got a new Spider-Man movie coming out, but that's not going to be on streaming, so I don't know if I'm going to see it. But uh, Matrix will yeah. be on HBO Max. Yeah. Be safe, everyone. Stream your movies, wash your hands, wear your masks. Exactly. Especially with the holidays coming. Yeah. Exactly. Like having a drink and talking films? Yup. The Adult Beverage Film Podcast is your go-to podcast. Hey, stop. Join the conversation and listen to film industry producers, actors, directors, writers share all of their experiences in the film industry. Expand your mind into films you've already seen. Plus, find new films to watch in the future. Visit adultbeverage.net or go to your favorite podcast platform and listen to Adult Beverage Film Podcast episodes today. 